And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to it. Chewing the Fat. How are you? Good. I hope you can say that you're good. Or at least, okay. Because I think that's where we're all at. Just at, okay. How you doing? Okay. So, the world's largest theater chain, AMC, said yesterday it has substantial doubt it can remain in business after losing between $2.1 and $2.4 billion in the first quarter of this year. In the words of Anne Heche from the movie Volcano, Wow. What does that do to the theater mafia? A new Don? <laughs> or just a, you know, a smaller, weaker mafia? I guess we're going to find out. Again, I want to quote Anne Heche from the uh, movie, you know, almost a documentary, Volcano. Wow. This is Chewing the Fat. Speaking of mafias, uh, the UAW, the United Auto Workers Union, Gary Jones, now the former president of the uh, UAW, has pleaded guilty to racketeering and embezzlement. I don't really feel like that's anything new from the UAW, but... You know, you got that going for you. More from the mafias of the world, uh, the social media mafia. Uh, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has donated a $3 million to the Colin Kaepernick Know Your Rights campaign. Twitter says its focus is on providing context, not fact-checking. Okay. All right. Great. And a woman is charged with inciting riots after posting on Facebook. Okay, she's doing a Facebook Live, and she faces up to 10 years behind bars. In fact, she's being uh, charged with inciting a riot, which carries up to 10 years in prison, uh, and malicious destruction of property, five-year felony. She's being held on a 40000 dollar bond she alexandria lyons posted a live stream video over the weekend during uh, riots in grand rapids that uh, left more than 100 businesses damages damaged in the video she's seen swigging a beer showing off clothes allegedly swiped from uh, f david barney okay She's heard uh, multiple times encouraging her friends and others to throw bricks or other objects at windows of multiple businesses downtown and at one point picks up a brick herself and mentions heading back to the courthouse. She's accused of stealing jewelry from a smashed case on the sidewalk, telling her friends to get her gold bracelet because she already has silver ones. Wow, a bunch of people ratted her out and of course she was, uh, you know, arrested and... uh, the cops received videos uh, of the of her live stream uh, showing her kicking in a window of a county building during the riots. No telling uh, how many people were actually viewing the live stream, but still, uh, the video is showing her actually participating in downtown Grand Rapids. Okay, all right. We're still in the uh, social media mafia window. Snap CEO uh, yesterday announced that uh, Snapchat would no longer promote President Trump's account on its Discover page. Oh, okay. No problem. Uh, The decision, of course, was prompted by the comments Trump made on Twitter. Is that Snapchat? No, I guess not. But, uh, you know, the CEO said it promoted racism and violence. Um Okay. Well, good. Snapchat's in the uh, in the in the fight now too with the uh, Twitter and Facebook. All right. Uh, Facebook is a little bit bigger than Snapchat, uh, and it said it's got no plans to uh, to 
touch Trump's post, which, you know, obviously Mark Zuckerberg has employees very unhappy about that. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. We have now the chicken mafia. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, Top chicken industry moguls yesterday, uh, including the CEO of Pilgrim's Pride, were indicted by a federal grand jury on charges of price fixing. How pissed are you? How pissed are you right now on price fixing of chicken? The suit alleges that the execs at Pilgrim's Pride and Claxton Poultry Farms conspired to fix prices and rig bids for chickens from 2012 to at least 2017. Now, uh, they, Pilgrim's and Claxton, are suppliers for KFC and (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Okay. I mean, Pilgrim's Pride is the number two producer of chicken. And you wonder why prices uh, sometimes seem a little bit steep, maybe at KFC or Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's because of the uh, it's because of the chicken mafia. I mean, look, there's five major players that control 61 percent of the chicken production. (laughs) Sixty five billion dollar industry for years. Okay. Restaurant supply companies and other, you know, mega poultry buyers, Walmart, Albertsons, have brought these price-fixing lawsuits against the industry in the past. So we'll see if it uh, if it uh, pans out. Obviously, the uh, the heads of the chicken mafia have denied these allegations. Now, really, I mean, the wholesale cost of poultry has increased, according to this, eleven percent. In, uh, in that time frame from 2012 through 2017, 2018. But in the beginning, uh, you know, after that, it dropped 25, 27%. It got cheaper. Is that because uh, we were, they were starting to get looked at and they thought, maybe I'll just drop the price a little bit and uh, nobody will notice. Okay. Well, they did. So we'll see how that, uh, how that indictment holds up between the, uh, between the people and the uh, chicken mafia. And they're probably not mafias, right? Because we think of, uh, and maybe wrongly so, but we, when we say mafia, we think of the Italians, right? I mean, that's just what we do. It's because of movies. It's because of, I don't know, real life. But we think of, uh, you know, Italians when we think of the mafia. And, you know, there's been plenty of shows depicting that. So, you know, that's what we think of. Sorry. That's just the way it is. So it's just really organized crime. It's not the actual mafia. It's more of the organized crime. So there's that. Then we have a few headlines to keep you updated. Uh, U.S. labor market seems to be stabilizing. Uh, We'll see about that. Millions of Americans ship payments. Uh, Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. They're, we're just skipping payments. Yeah, ah, don't worry about it. I can't pay you. I'm not going to pay you. And we talked about that before. That's what, you know, look, they don't have any money coming in. People don't have money coming in. They're not going to pay their bills, period. They can't. And at some point, I guess the bills come due. I don't know when you pay it. I just had this. I just was, I was just listening to all the stories uh, surrounding the, the pandemic and uh, the riots and I'm sorry, the protesters. And, uh, it just, (sighs) no, I won't get into it right now. I can't because it'll just, it'll drag everybody down. And I don't want to do that. Um, Lego has stopped marketing policed themed toys in light of recent events. The headline uh, says they stopped marketing it. I think you might be able to still get the toys, but, uh, you're not, they're not going to promote it. Obviously. Uh, almost all, Texas businesses are now allowed to open at 50% capacity. Wow. Uh, Abbott announced yesterday, Governor Greg Abbott, announced yesterday his third phase of reopening Texas uh, during the coronavirus pandemic, allowing uh, virtually all of the businesses to operate at 50% capacity. And that is effective immediately. Uh, restaurants are already permitted to open at 50% capacity. He's allowing them to immediately increase their table size from six to 10. Ooh. And on June 12th, 
they can ramp up their capacities to 75%. And his latest order also brings uh, news for the professional and college sports. As long as you're playing outdoors, uh, you can move to 50% capacity at the, at the stadiums and allowing uh, the, uh, the outdoors stadiums uh, also at 50%. That's great. I mean, the sporting event complexes are going to be really happy about that. That's for sure. Florida Governor DeSantis uh, says that uh, bars, gyms can reopen as they enter phase two of the Florida recovery. It is so weird. You know, I've been driving into the studios uh, for to do uh, to do a couple of shows with, with Pat Gray. And uh, as I drive in, there's plenty of businesses that are still not open. And it is really weird to see those businesses not open because they were always open and there were always people there, especially a 24 hour fitness gym, which, uh, you know, their name is 24 hour fitness yet nothing. I mean, it is closed down. So we'll see if the, uh, the new rules at 50% capacity will give them enough reason to open up. I don't know. Florida Mayor, West Palm Beach Mayor Keith James, as long as we're on Florida, because the governor is saying bars and gyms can reopen. But West Palm Beach Mayor uh, Keith James has uh, issued a proclamation. There is reason to believe, according to Mayor Keith James, there exists a clear and present danger of a riot or other general public disorder. And so, because of that, sale of firearms is prohibited. Wow. The following acts shall be prohibited throughout the city during the state of local emergency. The sale of or offer to sell with or without consideration any ammunition or gun or other firearm of any size of description. (laughs) The intentional display. Uh, buy or in any store or shop of any ammunition or gun or other firearm of any size is banned. Wow. The intentional possession in a public space of a firearm by any person except, except a duly authorized law enforcement official or person in military service acting in the official performance of her or his duty. Okay. And it, uh, that's got the internet, the intentional possession. Oh man, shoot. I forgot I was carrying my AR. Poof, man. Sorry. I'll take it home. Good luck with that. It also stipulates that the city is under 72 hour curfew. Retailers cannot sell alcohol during the 72 hours either. Good luck in West Palm Beach, Mayor Keith James. So there's that. Headlines uh, continuing on. H&M temporarily closing 100 of its U.S. stores uh, amid the protests. Amazon is ending their coronavirus hazard pay for warehouse workers. That's interesting. We'll see how how good that goes over. Walmart, of course, is removing firearms from the sales floor as the protests continue. Disney has donated uh, $2 million to the NAACP. So there's that. SpaceX, uh, Starlink, uh, adding 60 more satellites to the worldwide internet plan of Elon Musk. He's pulled off his uh, second launch in five days, uh, going to deploy 60 more satellites. That's what we need, is more satellites orbiting the globe. Well, you know, like if it gives you cheap internet, right? Who cares how many satellites are circling the globe? Right. Right. And, of course, uh, no one can... Uh, officially stand behind uh uh anti-racism and uh uh they want uh they want to stand behind the uh the protesters without taking a little bit of heat if if it's perceived that they're still bad people or a bad company like Pornhub uh it says it stands behind the racism and uh but the people are saying well do you do you really According to uh, Fight the New Drug, FTND, uh, on Twitter, a verified account, which is a 
non-religious, non-legislative, research-based, non-profit, raising awareness on the harmful effects of porn and exploitation, uh, they don't believe it. They believe that uh, Pornhub has uh, is for racism and believes it. Oh, okay. No problem. Well, and they list some movies which you can... <laughs> you can, you know, find yourself if you want. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll try to tell you the names of the movies that uh, they list that prove Pornhub is uh, racist. Uh, or you could just go to their Twitter account and uh, find it yourself. Uh, let me see if there's anything I can. Uh... Nope. You know what? Just go to uh, just go to uh, at fight the new drug, and uh, you'll see the list. It says, uh, "No, you don't. If you're anti-racism, why do you host the following videos on your site?" And they list uh, they list a few movies that you can view on Pornhub. And, you know, I don't know that I believe that that means they're, you know, not anti-racism, but it is interesting to see the names of the films that are available to watch on Pornhub. And a Mexican senator uh, accidentally goes uh, topless. She... She's changing her top uh, as we're having a Zoom meeting. And, uh, I mean, that, that had to have happened uh, more and more across America, right? I mean, we saw the one guy get busted cheating because, uh, you know, the uh, the girlfriend or the, uh, you know, the stand, the, she walked behind him as he's having a meeting naked. So she was supposed to stay in her room. She didn't do that. So Senator Martha Camarena, uh, stripped off to get changed during her meeting because she just forgot she was on that Zoom call. She is, uh, and while you think to yourself, well, you know, who cares? Well, Martha is 66. Now, she later apologized to everyone watching, including, uh, you know, members of the meeting, the media, saying she realized that she had accidentally broke the expected standards of contact, blaming her lack of understanding of the new technology. <laughs> okay. All right, but she also refused. Hey, I'm not going to be ashamed either. All right, I'm not going to be ashamed of my body. You're not going to do that to me, okay? I am a woman of 66 years of age who has breastfed four children, three of whom are today professional and responsible men, and I feel proud of my body for having nourished them. I am a woman who is not ashamed of her body, which I love and care for. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, just to be clear, did I look to see if I was going to be horrified at her uh, toplessness on the Zoom call? Yes. Yes, I did. I'm not going to tell you whether I was horrified or not. Just know that I looked for you. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to look yourself. And it's okay. All right. Uh, it was a mistake on her part. And you know what? She should not be shamed. She's right. And uh, Mexico's a little pissed, though. These people are a little mad that it got released uh, to the media. They're on the hunt to find out uh, who released it. Of course someone released it. If I'm on that Zoom call, I'm probably the one that releases it. Hey, check out this. I was just in a meeting. Check out Senator Martha. Here you go. At Senator Martha, what up? Or down, depending on which way you look at the picture. All right, let's go to the break room. I need to drink a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar already. Oh my gosh. I know. Hey, don't forget uh, to subscribe to uh, this podcast, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Subscribe. If you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber to the podcast, please subscribe. Uh, it's free, you know, for right now. I can't promise for how long. It's probably, you know, going to be for a little while, but it's free. And so you should subscribe. Just pick a platform at iTunes, at Spotify, at iHeartRadio. 
look for chewing the fat with jeff fisher and become a subscriber and it is just that simple and then you'll be alerted when the shows upload every day we give you a monday through friday show a lot of saturdays we give you a show and uh an american dream segment or just a special interview with someone so you have that to look forward to as well and uh, just enjoy the podcast that's all i ask just subscribe and enjoy okay okay and while you're you know while you're online you might as well you know follow me on my social media accounts even though you know that puts me in contact with the social media mafia but you can you know follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr facebook and instagram jeff fisher radio and uh you know look if you want to be a full part of the entire experience you might as well subscribe to my youtube channel as well uh still chewing the fat with jeff fisher just go to youtube and subscribe and you can click the little bell there on youtube so you you know get alerted when we post new content on the youtube channel thank you thank you i appreciate it very much there's still plenty of crime uh going on in america plenty of crime going on in america um my you know on top of which uh most importantly uh, all four officers now involved in george floyd's death are now facing criminal charges and I'm not going to get, you know, I'm just going to, I just wanted you to know that that's, that did happen, right? Uh, until now, uh, the only one that was charged was, uh, was Chauvin, uh, you know, the officer who had his knee in Floyd's neck. Uh, but yesterday, the Attorney General, uh, the great Minnesota Attorney General, uh, announced uh, that uh, he's facing second degree murder charges, updated from third degree charges, and the three other officers, Thomas Lane, uh, Tao Tao, and uh, J. Alexander Koenig were charged with aiding and abetting murder. So, I ho- you know, look, they've all been charged now. Isn't that what you wanted? Isn't that what you wanted? There does seem to be, you know, some sense in that. And remember, uh, this coming from our leaders, uh, if you act like a criminal and you violate the law, and you refuse to do what is necessary to save lives in the city, the middle of the pandemic, you will, we will take you to jail, period. Really? Wait, that was Lori Lightfoot from Chicago. Oh, she was just talking about people ignoring the stay-at-home orders, right? Not the protesters and the rioters. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. That's a <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whole different story. You know, the other day I'm driving to work and I'm going. We one, the, one of the ways that I drive to work, I go by I don't know four or five car dealerships, uh, and they're you know they're full of cars, right? I mean, and probably more full than ever since I don't know how many how car sales are doing these days, but I'm almost positive that they're not doing that well. <laughs> uh, but people, you know, you still need automobiles. So if you need one, you're, you're going to get one. And the lots are all, you know, lit up with their cars and they're, you know, they're there. But uh, I thought, wow, man, with the, with the stuff that's going on around the area, that's a, they would not want to be a car dealership with a bunch of cars in there. Just to let alone getting them damaged, but stolen as well. Well, uh 70 cars so far in California that we know of have been uh, stolen from a car dealership in California. So it's coming. It's coming. They are, you know, they vandalized a bunch of other cars on the lot and messages of eat the rich. Well, if the cars are on the lot, nobody bought them. So I'm not sure who the rich are that you're, that you're talking about. Not really, not really sure about that. And uh, one of my favorite stories uh, in the crime window is a West Virginia woman who was had pled guilty to federal health care fraud in February after an investigation into her pill mill clinic operations, and she's uh, you know she was in big trouble. She was supposed to be sentenced on June seventeenth. Well. Her and her husband uh, decided we need to get out of this. And uh, they made her disappear. And they called authorities and said she plummeted uh, over an overlook 
in West Virginia as part of a scheme. Now, this I'm sorry, he didn't. They didn't originally know that it was a scheme. They just reported that she had plummeted from this overlook, and they looked for her. Uh, they searched for Julie for days. Uh, they did find her, though. They finally found her. Uh, she was hiding in a closet in her house. Uh, yeah, she was still alive. Uh, her husband and her 17-year-old son uh, had uh, planted some things at the Overlook and told the told the park ranger and the state police that she uh, she plummeted and she must have fell into her death. So, darn the luck, we lost her. Except that uh, we didn't really lose her. We were just trying to pretend that she lost her life so she wouldn't go to prison when she was going to be sentenced on June 17th. So, nice try. <laughs> nice try. Didn't work, though. But, you know, nice try. Nice try. Congratulations, too, to Ice-T. Uh, you know, the Special Victims Unit Law and Order star, Ice-T. And former, you know, rapper. Maybe he still is considered to be a huge rapper. rapper. Uh, Craig Gore, a writer on the upcoming Law and Order spinoff that we've talked about on this show, um, posted a picture of a rifle in front of his West Hollywood home and wrote uh, uh, Sunset Boulevard. Well, on his, he wrote on his uh, that the sunset is being looted two blocks from me. Uh, you think I won't light MFers up who are trying to F with my property I worked all my life for? Think again. Oh my gosh, the horror of someone in uh, uh, directly associated with a Hollywood program. Uh, you know, shot in New York mostly. Uh, but living in, in California. Do you think that that person would want to protect his property with a weapon is too much to think of. And uh, Dick Wolf, the, uh, the head of the Law & Order world, uh, he was terminating Gore immediately. Uh, we can't have again. We can't have that. Wow. Ice-T, of course, you know, quote tweeted it with uh, O-S. The big boss is cleaning house. Respect. Right. Respect. Yeah, boy, do I hate people protecting their property. Man, do I hate people protecting their property. It just can't stand it when that happens. <sighs> Good news. Let's have some good news, shall we? All right, let's have some good news. Uh, Fat Burger. I know. You're thinking, wait, is that you? No. The uh, California Fat Burger chain is now breaking out. And they are going to go start going global. Well, at least uh, they're opening up here in Texas anyway. Nice. So I got some place to try. I know. Fat Burger. I know. It was uh, founded in over 70 years ago out in California. And uh, it's opening up here in Buffalo, and it's actually in Texas, and it's actually uh, opening up uh, pretty close to where uh, where I live here in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. So I am looking forward to at least trying a little Hollywood fat burger. We'll see. You know, we'll see if it's good. Hey, I'll try it out just for you. Okay, I'll try it out for you. Did I mention this was good news? Because I'll give you some bad news, too. Uh, while Fat Burger is coming to Texas, uh, the restaurant Luby's, which is uh, really one of those restaurants that's been around forever. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's been here for more than 70 years. They're calling uh, Fat Burger iconic. So, you know, Luby's has got to be iconic, too. It's cafeteria-style cafeteria restaurants. Uh, it's been here in Texas uh, for, you know, more than 70 years. Uh, it's closing. So, uh, we're going to sell all our assets and the entire restaurant business. Uh, we can't do it. We can't, uh, we can't stay alive anymore. Okay. Uh, guess that's, that's not good news though, is it? No, that's not good news. Well, let's see more. got some more good news. Okay. Uh, safe sex, safe sex is important. You know that as well as I do. Uh, if you're not going to, uh, you know, be, celibate then you should have uh safety 
right, to protect yourself. Well, they're saying now that uh, from a new study, uh, researchers at Harvard University, people who are going to engage in some sort of sexual activity should consider wearing a face mask uh, in addition to any other typical preventative measures. Man, nothing says I love you. Nothing says I want you. Nothing says, hey, let's you and me get together like a mask. So there's that. Other good news? Sure, let's have some other good news. Uh, Crews have removed the uh, statue of the Philadelphia mayor, former Philadelphia mayor and former police commissioner, Frank Rizzo. Uh, He was a controversial guy even when he was, you know, before he was idolized in the statue business. But he's gone. They have removed it. They came in in the dark of night and uh, took that damn controversial statue down because that was... We can't have that around. And the Virginia governor announced that uh, the Lee statue is uh, going down too. And so, and look, the Virginia governor is well aware of tensions with uh, with uh, civil rights and everything as he wore blackface to have fun in his world too. So he had to get rid of that, get rid of that Lee statue right now because that is just something that can not happen speaking of the civil war a north carolina woman get this she just passed away rest her soul at 90 years old but she was the last person that was receiving civil war pension (laughs) that's amazing that that was still going on right Especially now that we're taking down, uh, now that, uh, you know, Governor Northrum, Mr. Blackface, is taking down the Robert E. Lee statue from the Civil War. Irene Triplett, daughter of a Civil War veteran, uh, died on, in, on, uh, on Sunday in uh, North Carolina. She had received a pension of $73.13 a month from the Department of Veterans Affairs for her father's service which began 155 years ago. Wow. Uh, Dad, apparently at uh, 83 years of age in 1924, married a 34-year-old. Good for him. Uh, And they had a baby. And then he he died like, you know, nine or ten years later. So... She really didn't, you know, she got to know her dad for a little bit, but she was still getting the Civil War pension of 7313. She just passed away. So thankfully, we're saving a little money uh, in government payouts by not paying her anymore. All right, a quick look at the uh, coronavirus numbers. Uh, 6 million. 629,790 are uh, total cases worldwide with 389,566 deaths total worldwide at the time of this recording. If you're listening live on the 4th of June, 2020, the USA has 1,909,500 total cases as we inch closer to 2 million total cases with 109,396 total deaths here in the usa china still coming in at uh, well hey they're saying that they have one new case so they are uh, clearly way above eighty-three thousand total cases at eighty-three thousand twenty-two. tsa uh, turnstile checkpoint numbers uh, three hundred and four thousand four hundred and thirty-six through the turnstiles so we still have a ways to go there. According to uh, this, the U.S. is going to uh, prohibit Chinese passenger airlines from flying to the United States starting June 16th. Wow. You can... Uh... <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, my friends. Good freaking luck. And that not creating more tensions with the uh, with 
China. And if that wasn't bad enough, they're telling us now that uh, George Floyd, you know, the man who died at the hands of the Minnesota Police Department, or at least four members and one in particular with his knee on his neck, had uh, contracted coronavirus uh, before he died. Uh, Wow. I don't know that it means anything, right? Uh, He had uh, hypertension. Uh, Well, he had what they're calling uh, hypertensive heart disease, hypertension, uh, fentanyl intoxication, and also had recently used meth and phetamine and had contracted the coronavirus a couple of months ago. So, you know, does it mean that the man should have died? No, not, not even close, but it might mean something at a trial. Uh, you know, they just upped the charges a little bit on, uh, on the knee boy Chavin. I didn't mean like saying his name and the other three who should have done something, uh, doesn't mean anything to me. And you? Absolutely not. Uh, All of the men being charged and being in jail should at least show that our justice system is at work and that there's no reason to riot and pillage your neighborhoods. But good luck. Good luck with with that. Um, The U.S.? Speaking, you know, I said that the studies uh, earlier in the podcast that the study has shown that probably as a part of your sex routine, you should wear a mask now as in part of your protection routine. Uh, but the United States has now shifted guidance about wearing protective masks in public as a recommendation uh just a recommendation that people wear protective masks that's all you probably should hey you know it doesn't matter maybe you should maybe you should there's been plenty of studies i you know to mask to not to mask we've been i mean it's a it's an agonizing struggle to mask or not to mask because uh you know they say well many of the masks that are tested you know, on the outside have are positive for coronavirus and other viruses. Well, yeah, they're positive for it. But would you have contracted the, the virus had you not been wearing the mask? Who knows? You know, is your body strong enough to protect yourself from catching those? Probably. Uh, the overwhelming amount of time, you're probably not going to get sick from it. And it may be even good for your body to fight that off and create some sort of immunity i don't you know it's up to you to decide it should be up to you to decide right and you know we'll see if they allow it to be up to you or not Uh, many places yeah it's up to you but you know you have to wear one oh okay so you don't have to wear one you just can't come in here unless you're wearing one all right all right fine um national parks are beginning to open up again. So, you know, have fun. Go on vacation. It's time to go on vacation. Get out of here. God, what are you doing? You've been doing nothing for 80 or 90 days. Just go on a vacation. Get out of here. Although, remember that many states still have quarantine days for visitors. So make sure you check the list. Uh, many states coming from particular states uh, that, that, that bubble, you know, some states say, Hey, if you're coming from these States, if you come into our state, you have to have 14 day quarantine. Oh, okay. Now I guess it's up to you to do the 14 day quarantine, but if you don't, I mean, I, you know, what happens? They throw you in jail, they kick you out, they make you leave. You can't stop. Some places won't let you stop if you're coming from a certain area. You can you can drive through, maybe. But if you good luck if you have the you know the the bubble state license plate on your car, drive through fast. Uh, well, then don't drive through fast because if you get pulled over, then for sure you're going to get in trouble. So just make sure you drive the speed limit and get through wherever you have to go. But if you're going on vacation, I would definitely check your destination to see if it's okay for you as an American in the United States to travel and end up 
at your destination safely and be able to enjoy your destination rather than being stuck inside your Motel 6 room for 14 days prior to going and seeing the statue that you went there to see. Oh, wait. No, never mind. The statue's not there anyway. <laughs> wow. Am I dumb? I'm sorry. Sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do that. And there's more good news, though. We'll end with good news. Um, the Moody's analytics economist, the chief Moody's analytics economist, Mark Zandi, he believes the recession is over. The COVID-19 recession is over. And that is great, right? And his reason behind his optimism is that the payroll report has showed fewer jobs cut. That's great. I know, look, there was 1.9 million people applied for U.S. unemployment benefits last week. That's the ninth straight decline since the application sparked in, spiked in mid-March. But listen, uh, that's less, right? So that's good. Uh, that's good news, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, that only means that, uh, you know, more than a quarter of the labor force, 42.6 million people, have now claimed uh, benefits uh, since the pandemic began. But it's good news because there's less people that have applied for unemployment benefits. And so that's good news. And I just want to end the show with good news. Now, if you're a subscriber to the podcast, we may get into some other things that aren't really good news. But for now, thumbs up. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. Welcome to the podcast, Chewing the Fat. Uh, appreciate you listening. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Uh, I want you to remember this next week to keep your head on a swivel. Uh, not only on the ground, but in the sky. Uh, NASA is tracking stadium-sized asteroid headed toward Earth. <laughs> right? And that's not the only one. They're keeping tabs on five asteroids heading toward Earth over the next few days. One of them, as I said, is the size of a stadium. So they are on asteroid watch. Uh, it's uh, 1,100 feet wide, which is, you know, roughly the size of a stadium. It's expected to be nearest to Earth on the 6th of June. So if you're listening to this, on the 4th, which is the live broadcast, uh, you have a couple of days. Um, okay, so it's oh, it's supposed to get 3.16 million miles away. That's still pretty close. I mean, it's just right there. I mean, you could probably reach out and touch it. The other four asteroids don't look to impact Earth, but, you know, you never know. Three are the size of an airplane, you don't want that hitting the earth. And the fourth is the size of a house. I don't want my house hitting the earth either. Now, the house size asteroid is expected to get about 1.83 million miles away. That one you can reach out and touch. It's right there. I mean, if you if you happen to be looking down when it flies over, maybe you miss it. But if you're looking up, you just reach out and put your hand up in the air and touch it. You know, just pull it away real fast so you don't get sucked into the into the tail of the asteroid. But uh, keep your head on a swivel, man. And keep it looking up and down and left and right and all around. Ooh, there's got to be a song in there somewhere, right? Got to be. Tiger King's still in the news. Of course, uh, you know, we talked yesterday or the day before, sometime this week, we talked where the federal judge had... Uh, said that uh, Carol Baskin gets the zoo land. Uh, the zoo's hers. And Jeff Lowe, who has been there and taken care of the animals, has 120 days to vacate the property, including all the animals still living there. Okay. So Carol's, you know, getting the property. That's the way it goes. Now, I wonder what is going on with Jeff Lowe. I mean, he's got to be uh, just a tad unhappy, right? Now, Lowe said that uh, uh, Big Cat Rescue Corporation has no idea the amount of work it 
is to keep this park up. I, you know, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I mean, Big Cat Rescue uh, does take care of its own logistics as well. But uh, he went on to say that, uh, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna open a large animal park in Thackerville, Oklahoma, in September. It's always been our intention to leave this place. Has it? Uh, okay. I was poorly constructed and we're happy to let her have it. Wish her all the luck in the world. She can have these 16 acres of haunted memories. <laughs> we don't care about the TV show. We don't care about Carol Baskin. We care that these animals finally get the life that they deserve. He and his wife, Lauren are both anxious to get down to Thackerville. All right, good. Well, then, you're, you know, whether you're anxious or not, the federal judge is uh, pushing you with a, with, a, with a stick, saying, uh, get out. So we'll see if it actually happens. So Carol has to come in there with the sheriff's department and drag him out. That'd be fun to watch. Now, Carol is still in the news. Uh, she, well, I mean... The sheriff talked about the will that was signed by Carol's husband, Don Lewis, the original guy to Big Cat Rescue, that that was forged. Oh, okay. They had two experts deem that it is 100% a forgery. Wow. So does, what does that mean though? doesn't really, you know, can anything be done? Uh, he disappeared in 1997. He was finally declared dead in 2002. Um, they believe that he was murdered, but there's no body and they have no one saying, yep, I killed him. Uh, she has said that there were, you know, he wasn't easy to live with. Of course, we had our moments, but I mean, the signature on the will gave her the money and, you know, back, you know, in the land, it's already done, right? I mean, that, that job has already been done and anything that would be, uh, legally binding. I mean, the statute of limitations are well gone for that. Right. So whoever did it, I'm not saying Carol did used according to the, uh, according to the sheriff and the other experts, it was traced from the 1991 marriage license. Okay. So did she have anything to do with his disappearance? Who knows? Uh, you know, it was fun, not for her. Uh, listening to the Tiger King talk about her having hubby eaten up by the by the tigers and the lion <laughs> at Big Cat Rescue. Well, but there's no proof. There's no proof of it. There's no proof of any of it. It's all just it's all just theory. Well, we think it happened. Okay. It's all just you know, we'll just come up with an idea. All right. Well, good luck. I mean, is it fun to think maybe Carol, you know, took care of hubby and Okay. She waited five years, right? 2002 to finally declare him dead. She had to. She had to wait a little while. He's missing. We don't know what happened to him. And then, oops. Yep, he's dead. We, well, I need him declared dead. Here's his will. I get everything. Take care. All right. All right. It's all yours, Carol. Take care. And then, you know, now what happens? Uh, unless the body turns up. She admits it. Somebody else admits it and proves that he was actually murdered. Then nothing. Carol is still big cat rescue guru and taking over the land in Oklahoma from Tiger King. And that's it. Life as we know it goes on. Maybe we get a new documentary though with some in-depth coverage and some investigation behind the life and times of Carol Baskin, which I believe was supposed to happen anyway, uh, but that was through her, right? So you're going to get her spin on everything. Anyway, what you need is somebody that's going to dig a little bit and get behind the scenes.
and pull the layer off these onions. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, some of you have emailed and asked, hey, the last few shows, no Chris, what's going on? Now, my favorite email that uh, questioned where Chris was uh, asked that, uh, you know, tell me he's not one of the statistics from coronavirus. Uh, Did he uh, have a Me Too incident? Did uh, he become one of the Queen's footmen? Did he uh, get caught up and was was he offered up into the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMOs? I don't know. Did fat perverts at the airport grab him for the pedophile government? Now, as far as I know, none of that is true. I will say that what I do know is that uh, he was given tasks for the blaze whether it be the blaze radio and or tv network that made him unavailable for this show that's what i know uh apparently there are things that are more important than being a part of this show to him and the network that's what i know now is it possible that he is sick with fluoride poisoning and the GMO is hurting him? It's possible. It's possible. Is it possible that he has contracted coronavirus and not told me? Sure, I guess. Although I don't think that's so. Did he become the queen's footman? That one I pretty much know is not true. Uh, The queen is... uh, you know, on pretty much lockdown. She's issued a few statements. She's even issued a statement on George Floyd. I couldn't bring myself to read it because it would just make me angry. Because I, I have, a, I, you know, you know what it's going to say. You just do. Uh, and guess what, Queen? Uh, no matter how much you talk and want to be on their side, you're not. It's just the way it is. But you see, you can't even say like the Law and Order writer. The writer can't talk about protecting his possessions with a weapon if they come for his property and possession uh, it just is just remarkable times we live in remarkable times isn't it it absolutely is you know it is you know it is you know it is